Välkommen till CX-podden med Joanne och Marietta, Norges enaste podcast om kundupplevelse. Här ska man adressera teman relaterat till CX och andra frågeområden som ingår i kundupplevelsesarbete. Podcasten är er för dig som jobbar med eller bara intresserar dig för kundresan, uansett bransch. Kvar vecka ger man dig ett tema, en gäst eller en gäst med ett tema. Och målet är er att du alltid ska ha något att ta med dig tillbaka i din CX-vardag. Denna ukens CX-podden är er sponsrad av Allegro Communication. Allegro är er total leverantör av tjänster inom reklam, kommunikation, design och teknologi. Hello everybody and welcome to today's CX pod. Nej. <laughs> Today I'm talking in English and not Norwegian and there is a very good reason for that everybody because uh, today we've got a very special guest joining us today and uh, our guest today is a fellow Englishman. Yay! <laughs> Which means that I get to talk English and Mareta you also get to challenge yourself and talk a little English. Yes I do. <laughs> but our guest uh, is Gavin Scott. Welcome to us today, Gavin Scott. Yeah, great to be here. Thank you for having me, Joanna and Maretta. It's uh, great to be on the podcast with you. And uh, it's nice to um, be a guest as opposed to a host. So I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, because that's good. Because what I didn't say when I was introducing you, uh, Gavin, is that you are yourself a podcast host. You are the host of uh, Customer Service Gold Dust, which uh, both Maretta and myself have had the pleasure of joining you earlier on one of your shows. But um, Gavin, you also, you have, uh, from my knowledge, you have many years of experience working within the fields of both customer service, customer experience. You are an international public speaker, uh, workshop educator consultant so i feel that um bringing you on our show is um a fantastic advantage to us because we're going to have the opportunity to find out what what are the best bits of knowledge that you you can share with us in norway um from your findings within customer uh, customer experience and customer service does that sound okay it sounds great uh, and from memory um, certainly the conversation that we had on the Customer Service Gilders podcast, Joanna, we talked about IKEA. I think we talked about duvets. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> the conversation got a little bit random, but there was a, there was a, a good point to it when it comes to um, personalising the customer experience. <clears throat> and certainly, Maretta, the conversation that we had, we certainly talked about family, kids, uh, yeah. all that, all that good stuff. And so, you know, it was great to have you uh, both on the customer service Gilders podcast, nearly ten thousand downloads on that podcast so far, which is fantastic. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to share uh, my my knowledge, my experience, uh, my insights uh, with you uh, on your podcast today. So uh, yeah, should be good. Very good. So let me just start, Gavin, um, real quickly. How did you start with the Gilders podcast? Like how how did that sort of um, initiate? So when I um, when I wrote the book Finding Goldust, um, which which was great, you know, great to have that published. I thought, how can I keep a focus, um, you know, on both 
both this uh, and help to you know further incre- increase my my personal brand and mm. so you know when it comes to, to to writing blogs that's not something that i do i i much prefer to to have conversations and so the natural next step was for me to uh, yeah produce a podcast and so that's where mm. it all started from how long how long ago is that I think I started my podcast back in March 2021, I think. Um, So, yeah, the the book launched in uh, December 2020. And then maybe March, April 2021 was when I launched the the podcast. So So uh, we're approaching like a two-year anniversary there then. Yeah, two-year anniversary. We've got, um, I think, something like 85, 86 episodes uh, that have gone out um so yeah the uh, the all, all yeah it's all all going well it certainly takes up a bit of time i must admit uh, i'm sure you ladies will find that that's the case with the you know with your podcast as well but um, it's great to you know interview cx professionals and uh, learn more about their journey uh, and their insights in an ever-changing customer service landscape yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. I just have one thing that I really want to say before we get really started, and that is um as as a guest of your podcast, I received a gift afterwards um in, in form of your book. And you know, just the whole experience of opening that, you know, the unwrapping experience with the chocolate and the actual gold dust, like the glitter inside. I hid the chocolate for my kids because I wanted it for myself. Um, but you know, those, we, I remember talking about the basics and, and, uh, what sort of, um, delights the customers. So just getting the book was sort of like a really nice experience, uh, uh, that you provided, but also the way it was wrapped. Um, and, and, you know, the, the unboxing experience as we refer to it, it, it was just really, really brilliant. So, um, I'm really excited to hear more about, you know, the stuff that you've learned along the way. And, uh, um, yeah, so very excited to have you, have you here. And that's you know the reason why I do that is you know we talk we talk about the importance of personalizing the customer experience, and you know i'm I'm a firm believer in you know making sure that you not only talk the talk but but you walk the walk. And so I with each of my guests i I, I try to write you know a, a personal message, a handwritten personal message in the book. Uh, and you know, provide you with an experience of, of being able to open a box uh, which contains some gold dust and some glitter and some other bits and bobs, uh, and just yeah, you know, delight my customers who uh, who come onto the customer service gold dust podcast. I'm glad you enjoyed the experience. I'm glad you enjoyed the chocolate and you kept it from the kids. <laughs> and I'm sure that they enjoyed uh, the glitter uh, and the little bits of tinsel that was inside there as well, Maretta. <laughs> Of course. So is that something you picked up in the podcast? You know, is that is that an idea, you know, to personalize it that way? I just, um, you know, I'm always full of creative ideas. And, you know, it took me some time to, to, to really, you know, think about, you know, what should be included in a customer service gold dust box. And um, I, uh, you know, you, you, you can see that uh, the, the whole framing of it, uh, the plastic and stuff, well, not the plastic, the, the foam inserts. You know, it took me a while to get that all designed to, uh, to fit some of the little goodies inside. So, you know, I'm always, you know, thinking of creative ways just to, um, you know, make, uh, uh, you know, experience feel good. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's what I'm all about. I mean, just before I, you know, had a conversation with you ladies, I've been 
um, you know, sending a few uh, Christmas um, boxes out to some of my, you know, some of my corporate clients and just thinking about ways that I can, you know, recall some of our experiences that have taken place throughout the course of the year and, and just putting a nice personalized message in there just to make them feel good and, and um, yeah, feel like it's been, um, you know, a great journey together in 2022 and look forward to what we can do together in the future. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it's, uh, you know, personalization is uh, in the the times we live in with, you know, the, I, this is my favorite word in English, not digitalization. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think as well, as it's, you know, it's all about the details, isn't it, Gavin? It's about... Um, you know, when you do the, the, these small touches, which which leave a memory uh, that created a wow experience, really, for Maretta and myself and leave a memory, it really creates that sort of uh, what goes around comes around. So when, when we've started our podcast, it was like, oh, who should we invite? Definitely Gavin. Uh, and I can imagine that the way that you uh, treat your guests, that it opens up many more doors. It brings new business, um, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I, 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 when it comes to the events that I deliver, you know, I really try to make sure that, you know, I really get off to a great start. OK, you know, I really just try to have some sort of a dramatic opening to any of the uh, the, the, the keynote speaking events that I'm doing or, or the customer service training that I'm delivering just to make sure that I start well. And then I pepper it with with those wow moments throughout the session and then always make sure that I end on a high. And, and, and the reason why I do that is because when you think about it, you know, in, with conversations with our customers, we've got to really think about how we start well, right? If you start every conversation well, we're talking about those first 15 or 20, yeah. 20 seconds, you hit the ground running, you get off to a great start. You know, it's it's called the serial positioning effect. People remember firsts and lasts. And so, you know, I, I try to, um, you know, walk the talk when it comes to the events that I deliver. And then when it comes to some of the teachings that I provide, people sit there and think, yeah, well, Gav actually did that with us. He really started well. So we've got to start these conversations well with our customers. And he really ended on a high and provided a good, positive, lasting impression of him. So how can I do that when I'm speaking to my customers? So I'm almost trying to provide a bit of a blueprint yeah. When it comes mm. to the approach that I take to say, listen, if you do this, uh, then, you, you know, you're not going to go far wrong when it comes to the experiences that you provide. Mm. Um, and I just think about, you know, you know, Maretta, you mentioned before about, you know, you know, digital and digitization and, you know, certainly speaking to some of my guests, you know, throughout you know, over the course of the last 18 months, I think there's many um, uh, bits of automation that that, that 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 companies are doing that are just driving a bit more disconnection from them and the customers mm. and i think sometimes we try to maybe automate a bit too much when yeah. you know it's a case of okay you know what are some of the good processes and procedures that work well for us that if we did automate would further enhance the experience? That's what we should be thinking of rather than let's just automate everything and end up driving more 
the more disconnection between us and the customer because I think many customers are feeling like that when it comes to some of the some of the automated messages that they get or you know this whole going through the IVR and you know it takes you four and a half minutes to speak to a human being so I think sometimes it's a bit too much automation a bit too much digitization and less of the personalization which is uh, which is what I'm all about yeah so uh mentioning that and you know having the the past year was sort of the uh the first year uh, out of the pandemic right like the, the life started going solely back to the new normal we have to say uh and and you're now mentioning that this is one of the trends that we saw in 2022 so you know uh, along the coast of 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 or course of your uh, podcast how uh what what would you say were the biggest trends in 2022 and and how would you say you know which ones worked and and which ones uh were not as good well listen you know for for, for me um and maybe it's just because that's what i want to hear but 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 when i'm when i'm interview guests um one of the key things that 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 comes up it, it's just about consistently getting the basics right mm. right you yeah know, we're not we're not talking about um you know bells and whistles and uh, jazz hands we're talking about genuinely listening to your customers right you know demonstrating a real interest in in them um and 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 asking you know curious questions and just you know being insatiably curious and wanting to find out more and i think you know we 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 could be more curious when we interact with our customers we could ask them more questions we could demonstrate more interest and when we do that we need to listen hard i mean you know we live in a world of distraction we live in a world of speed and efficiency and i think what happens as a result of that is that people are less present in conversations you know the 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 they're just focusing a lot more on speed and efficiency and and what's the quickest solution here rather than really trying to delve deeper and focus on what's needed for this customer right here right now you know what is it that they require so how can i ask more curious questions more open questions and how can i make sure that i really listen to the information that they share uh, and really pick up on that and and that's that's what's going to you know create that connection between you and your customers so um oh yeah a lot of my guests you know talking about you know living in a digital world and and focusing on you know automation which is which is all good but a lot of the guests are really talking about you know listening uh, being curious uh, and and really taking ownership of customer queries so you know for me um i mean the amount of times that my guests have said when i've asked them you know what's your goal dust the amount of times that my guests have said just listen hard to your customers I mean and and I'm like wow this this stuff is just common sense yeah. but it's just it's not common practice. Um so yeah it's it's if you're asking me what would I say are some of the uh, the key trends it sounds quite tame Maretta, but it, it's about mm-hmm. consistently getting the basics right and thinking about you know how you have a great conversation with your customers and what a great conversation involves is the ability to ask great questions the ability to acknowledge the information that's being shared the ability to listen hard and then the ability to 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 to, to focus on providing the solution you know based on the information that you've got uh simple stuff i'm a simple guy but you know mm-hmm. sometimes this stuff just doesn't get done 
And it's like, what, 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 why, why isn't this stuff happening, right? Yeah. Why, you know, yeah. let's let's not complicate customer service here. Let's just let's just focus on getting these basics right on a consistent, you know, consistently, and that's that's what's going to move you towards providing, you know, the outcomes that you're looking for, um, and the experiences that your customers want to have and want to receive. Mm. I'm just thinking uh, as well, Gavin, because um, I've got a question for you that was what What do you think will be the greatest challenges um, when it comes to succeeding with customer service? And But I'm just reflecting on that myself regarding what you, we've, you've just talked about, that I'm starting to wonder whether some of the like automation that we've been doing we've been doing for example with voc programs is taking away some of the focus in areas such as training of customer service uh, uh, training employees to be able to have these great conversations and be able to ask these questions but instead we're thinking okay let's invest in uh, voice of the customer let, let's invest in getting customer insights in through an automated fashion because then they think maybe they're doing the same job um, what's your thoughts on that listen we live in a world which is just full of data right yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there is there is so much information that we can get as hands on you know i've heard my customers talking my, my you know i've heard my guests talking about you know data lakes i mean that itself sounds <laughs> fast doesn't it mm. um but what what's important about when when you get this data then it's a case of understanding and curating the story right what's the story that sits behind this uh, and when we look at that story what are some of the gaps that exist when it comes to the, the, the skills and behaviours that we want our people to show up with when they're serving these customers? And then it's a case of, right, how can we train them and support them and, and, and fill those gaps and fill those voids? Mm. And then beyond that, it's about making sure that each of the team leaders who are looking after these customer service teams are brilliant coaches, Right. They've just got to be outstanding when it comes to coaching or on the skills and behaviors that, the, that, you, that, that you want your people to show up with. And what I'm noticing a lot today is because of this focus on, on, on data and this focus on email is that I, you know, I walk through contact centers and, you know, I, most of the time I see the managers and team leaders sat behind their computers. Yeah. And it's like, OK, listen, you can be great at responding to some of the reports and the emails and the stuff that comes through and you might have an inbox <laughs> that's empty, which is fantastic. But, but you know, as a team leader, if you're in charge and responsible for 12 to 15 people, you've got to be out there amongst them. You've got to be having conversations with them. You've got to be, you know, role modeling the right behaviors and you've got to be a brilliant coach. And, and that's about, you know, exploring you know, what your guys and girls are good at. It's about showing them what good looks like. And it's about giving them a chance to practice, uh, you know, practice that, you know, either in, you know, conversations with you as a leader or in conversations with their, with their customers. So I just think there's, there's definitely not enough focus on, on, on coaching skills for team leaders. Uh, and there's not enough focus on, you know, how to have um, some of those tough love conversations that, that, that are needed um, when standards are not being met. So, um, 
whether that answers your question, um, who knows? But <laughs> it's, 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 it's a view. It's a view, and it's uh, it's an insight that that uh, that uh, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's but, based on observations and an and opinion. So I want to I want to sort of stretch that a little bit too, because I like what you're saying, and I think it's really relevant. And then you have. Um, the question about, so one thing is the ability for the agents to actually have good conversations with the customers. And then it's their ability to actually solve their problems, right? Because we do know that mandate here is really important. Like how far does their mandate go uh, as, as for, you know, compensating if something wrong happened, the ability to, 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 you know, have the systems and tools in place to actually provide that good experience. Cause it doesn't really help if the agent is really good at talking to customers, if they don't have um, the tools to actually uh, fix or improve, you know, fix the problem or improve uh, whatever issue that they're, they're, um, the customer is experiencing. So, uh, you know, there's some, a jungle out there of tools to, to help these agents, but how can we make sure that we don't end up making their job harder by using all these tools instead of actually enabling them to provide that experience? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great point. And, you know, as you were sharing that, <clears throat> excuse me, as you were sharing, you know, when you think about it, um, you know, when someone when someone in customer service, you know, joins a business, right, and they they, they see these issues that, 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 that customers are being faced with, right, and, and they raise these issues with, with their line managers. Um, and if nothing happens, then there's only so much there's only so many times that someone's going to do that before they just fall into the culture of just accepting it and embracing mm -hmm. it as the norm. And I think, you know, uh, you know, yes, you know, organizations need to demonstrate a real focus on, on getting the customer service and the customer experience, you know, right. And that, that's driven from the top. Um, and they need to, you know, our customer service agents, they know about 100% of the issues that customers are being faced with. And so when they share uh, issues that the customers are being faced with, then then the managers and leaders need to need to listen hard to them and think about how they can how they can put things right and, and, and get things addressed, because. Hey, it's, you know, it's hard work, you know, speaking to customers day in, day out, you know, mm. on phone and email. It's been, you know, I've been there. It's, 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 it's a hard graft. And so we need to really, you know, not just listen to our customers, but listen to our people when they raise, you know, some of these issues that, uh, that they're being faced with and, and, and just get them, put them right, get them sorted out. You know, let's, yeah. uh, let's, let's get to the root cause of and, 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 and fix these things. And, uh, so, yeah. I, I love that you say it. I, I do, if, if I may, because I have this example from, from the previous months where, you know, ordering pizza with one of the biggest pizza chains in Norway. And, and uh, just to be clear, we're not trying to hang out anyone or, or you know, make them look bad. But uh, we've also reached out to the CEO of this company just to make sure that, you know, he can comment on this if he wants to join the podcast. But so this one day here. Uh, in December, uh, really, really a uh, lot of snow fell and all the delivery services were struggling, right? So I pre-ordered a pizza that morning um, to arrive to my house because I needed dinner for, you know, events going on with the kids in kindergarten and so on. So 45 minutes after the pizza should have been delivered, I was told that it was um, in the oven. 
So, so there's, and, and these guys were blaming the, the snow and the weather. <laughs> so I was trying to communicate with, with customer service and obviously the agent, they, they, they didn't get any extra mandate considering the situation that was quite special for this first day of heavy snow, right? So they, they had to, they were like stuck with, with the same routines that they have every day that they had to wait until the pizza actually arrived before they could decide whether to compensate or not. Uh, and they could not answer why, you know, a pizza that should have been uh, at least started on um, 30 minutes before delivery time wasn't even, they hadn't even begun to, to, to bake it um, at the time. So um, obviously the, the poor girl in the customer service, she didn't, she, she was just doing her job and, and I was try, trying to be polite, but you know, when you get angry. And it just amazed me that why doesn't a company this big have better routines and bigger mandates for the customer service employees when, when shit hits the fan, you know, this was, this was an extraordinary happening. Um, and it's not, so I, I, I was thinking like compensation should be given more easily on days like these, because I'm never going to buy pizza from them again because of this incident. So, you know, is, is that a way to, for people to think about their customer service, the coming year, like should, should customer service agents have bigger, mandate in in situations like these when it occurs well i mean you know if you if you think about that as an example and just imagine if if the, the people involved in that delivery had the mandate had the power had the permission to say listen We've messed up here. Um, you know, your pizza's not arrived. This is what we're going to do. Now, you know, it, whether it, it, the pizza costs, I mean, I don't even, what is it? You, you, whether it's, you know, I'm going to deal with English pounds, whether it's <laughs> £10 or £15, okay? You know, if they have the mandate or the permission to be able to put that wrong right, yeah. how many more pizzas will you buy from them in the future if they exactly. took that approach? Exactly. Exactly. point. You may have heard, will your company pass the pizza test? And what do you mean by that, Gab? Well, if, if, if somebody phoned your company, right, and you answered the phone, and normally when you answer the phone, you give your company name, right? So your brand is now in the conversation. And someone's mistakenly phoned you and asked for a, asked for a pizza. What would your response be, right? Now, you know, the great companies would say, Listen, um, you, 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 you phone through to so-and-so and so-and-so. My name is Gavin. Um, we don't help with pizzas, but let me find out where there's a local pizza place where you live. If I can just take your postcode, please. And what I'll do is I'll provide you with a number right here, right now for a pizza delivery company that is not too far from you. I'd love to provide you with a pizza. And that's something that we don't do. Um, yeah. But here's a number. Yeah. Someone who does. Now, that... <laughs> That, that, that's, the, that's how you pass the pizza test, right? Because once your brand's in the conversation and you say, I'm sorry, you called the wrong number. My impression of that brand is that, okay, you weren't that helpful, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. even, though I, even though I found the wrong number, you weren't that helpful. So does, here's a question for the listeners. <laughs> will, your, will your company pass the pizza test or not? Yeah, maybe give that a go. Yeah, well, I think... Good. That was a very good one, Gavin. And um, I, I can see, unfortunately, I can see we're coming towards the end and I don't want it to end because I feel like this is a really great conversation. Um, 
But if I was to summarise quickly what I think I've uh, catched as the, the overall gist of our conversation is perhaps that the, the greatest difference is um, going to be going back to basics and really concentrating on uh, people skills and uh, training our employees. I think that's, that's the gist. Would you agree, folks? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And that should also no. be the trends for the coming year, I suppose. Yeah. And Maretta, we are really running out of time, unfortunately. Gavin, how can people get hold of you? Yeah, there's a couple of ways. Uh, the quickest way to get in touch with me is send me an email. My email address is gavin at gavinscott.me. Nice and easy. Website is www.gavinscott.me. Um, get a copy of the book, Finding Gold Dust. It's on Amazon, by all means. And maybe check out the customer service Gold Dust podcasts. You will find me at the end of all of those routes. Uh, I'll yes. be there somewhere. And we will also make sure to link to your podcast uh, when this podcast episode is published. So we certainly thank will. you so much, Gavin, for joining us. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks it's for It's been lovely me. speaking English. That's, uh, uh, I've never done a podcast in English before, but hey, here we go. Yep. First listen, of many. <laughs> just to end on a high then, what's your favorite pizza then, Moretta? What is it? The company or the pizza type? <laughs> the, the, the pizza, the, 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 the toppings. Oh, yeah, it's defined by my kids. So it's definitely pepperoni pizza. Yeah, that's what they want. Um, I like uh, I'm with you on that. The Parma and, <laughs> you know, the complicated stuff. But kids, it's pepperoni. And it's, it's quite good. The pizza was good had it been warm and, and been delivered on time. <laughs> but, yeah. So this is it. Anyone listening to this podcast, if you want to impress Maretta, send a pepperoni, a pepperoni pizza to her and that will personalize the customer experience for her. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Great. Thank you so much, Gavin. And thanks, uh, Joanna, for, um, uh, you know, always uh, uh, calling our show a show. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. You have been listening to The CX Pod. Vill du lära mer om customer experience kan du nå ta del i 2-dagars CX bootcamp. Jag inviterar in till en 2-dagars bootcamp som är för dig som vill förstärka dina kunskaper som CX ledare i din bedrift med både teori och implementering. Bootcamp passar för dig som är ledare för kundupplevelse i din bedrift eller för dig som har planer om att bli det. I bootcampen lär du kort fortalt vad din roll som CX ansvarig innebär och målet är att du ska tillägna dig kunskap och engagemang som du kan benytta där du jobbar. Information finner du in i podcastnotaterna. Du har hört på CX-podden med Joanna och Maretta. <laughs>